Yeah, thanks, Susan. Susan. Susan, we love her. Chili Mike. Can't wait for Chili Mike's to become a thing. We're gonna make Chili Mike's thing. Okay. Are they really like a titty color? Like, like a nipple? No. Just a nipple mic? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a pasty. It's like a sticker. Just feel like right <laughs> And it's just a microphone. There's two of them. Converge. Double, double the audio quality. Yeah. They just have to go over your shirt. Otherwise, you're just going to hear them lots of like... <laughs> <laughs> you know? There's those cheeks. Okay. Well, hello. Welcome to... Another episode of Taking Care of the Brunch. I am one of your co-hosts, Darcy. I am the other co-host, Shannon. And we are very happy to have you. If this is your first time with us, well, I'm sorry. Um, we're a true fan of all things spooky podcast. Um, and if you are a returned listener, we are so happy to have you. Thank you so much for being here. And let us know in the comments if there's anything you would like us to cover or um, what we can do to make this podcast a better experience for you guys. So... We're going to jump right into it because it's almost midnight here. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yay. Okay. So Shannon. Yes. We discovered your episode, which involved children killers. Yes. Right. Like killers that are children. Yeah. Clarify. Not, not, not what I thought. People who kill children. Yeah. Must which, clarify, which I mean, you know. Which, you know, and, and I'm probably fucked up, but I think that's kind of worse is people who kill children. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially in their case, it was like. So, like, children killing a child, too? So, I was like, yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, they were children killing a child. Anyway. Yeah. Check out the last episode. You know the fuck we're talking about. Um, so, I'm not going to be covering a child. No, I will be. This, this person grew into adulthood obviously, but this person started killing at 13. Okay. That's where we're starting today. Okay. Um, there's not a lot of details, so it's going to be pretty fast. It, it's, it's a short one, but it's a fucking wild ride. So are you ready? Yes. Great. So, um, this case actually placed in Brazil. Ooh. Um, his name is Pedro Rodriguez Filo, or also known as, um, Pedrino Matador. Also known as the Brazilian Dexter. Like the show? Like the show. Ooh. Yes. So at first we're like, oh, yay. It's not that yet. Um, Brazilian Dexter in his head is really what he was. That's going to sound terrible. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I see Brazilian Dexter in his own head once we kind of get through some stats, so kind of pick it up. So, um, Pedro was born on a farm on July 17th of 1954 in Santa Rita um, do Sapoki in southern Minas, Mina Gerais, Mina Gerais, uh, in Brazil. He is a cancer and he is the year of the horse for our Chinese Zodiac fans, if we have any, I don't know. Um, he's the eldest of 14 siblings. Good God. Yep. Um, and he is known to have murdered 71 people. Good God again. 71 people over the course of 36 years. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, so I did some math because we all know I love numbers. So he was committing murders from 1967 to 2003, which means 
He is he was killing from the age of 13 to the time he was 49. And that meant he was killing one person every six months. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Super fun. Super happy fun times. So um 47 of those inmates, 47 of those murders were inmates while he was in prison. So yeah, so 71 people he killed, 47 being inmates. Also, like, how did he continuously able to do that in prison? You know? I will let you know. I mean, is it in Brazil? So I don't know what their prison system's like, but you know, we've all seen shows of various. They have very interesting laws, I'll tell you that. Oh, okay. But we will answer that question. Is like a doggy dog world there? Like, you know, if you're in prison, like, um, a little bit. It's not like Mexico prisons, but right, like that's a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Mexico prisons are fucking brutal. You don't want to go there. Um, he he only targeted those that he saw as criminals. That needs to be very important because he saw them as criminals doesn't necessarily mean they were criminals. Mm. Okay, uh, this included. Drug dealers, gang members, rapists, murderers, ironically, and pedophiles. Okay, so he already had that complex that I'm the judge, jury, and executioner. Correct. Okay. He gotcha. is completely, he completely has that complex, which again, a little bit is ironic because he ends up in two of those categories. So, and his method of killing was shooting people. So, pretty straight to the point. In prison? Not in prison, but in most of the stuff he had, uh, that was that was method. Okay. So in his childhood. So he had a very violent childhood even before he was born. So while Pedro's mother was pregnant with him, um, his father would actually beat her for whatever reason, whatever he wanted. It didn't really matter. And at one point, he proceeded to kick her so hard during her pregnancy that it caused Pedro to suffer a skull injury in utero that... By the time he was born, it resulted in a skull fracture. Oh, my God. Yeah. So. It's a miracle he even was alive when he was born. I know. It's all, he's a assault, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So we already have abuse to father and brain damage, basically. Or head trauma to be on the same side. Um, by the time he was 13, that's when he says he um, felt like killing for the first time. Specifically after he got into a fight with one of his older cousins and he pushed, he, he, he pushed his cousin into, um, where's my note? Oh, a sugar cane press. This fight was all over because his cousin rode his horse without asking. So we have some anger issues, yeah. right? We have some temperament problems. So he pushed his cousin into a sugar cane press and, uh, that's when he said he really felt like killing for the first time. There are some sources that say that he was unharmed. He escaped the press before anything happened. There are also some sources that said he, his arm was caught in the machine um, and he his arm got crushed. Um, but he would go on to later say that that incident was actually his first attempt at murder. Wow. Now imagine being his cousin and hearing that information later on. Yeah. I'd be like, no, goodbye. <laughs> like, I'm out of this family. I'm not dealing with this anymore. Right? No. Also, this wine is very good. This wine is very good. Good job. Thanks. You did a very good, it's a good job. Label. It is a pretty label. Very California. 
It makes me think of Californication. Mm-hmm. The show. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a great wine, guys. Should we shut it? Oh. So, where did you get it? Target? Nope. Fries. Fries. Yeah, that is. Took a sip of it. No, it's fun. Um, fun fact: He never attended school. He never went to school, um, and he actually began to commit crimes by the time he was fourteen years old. So he didn't go to school. He's committing crimes at the age of fourteen, and those crimes include killing the vice mayor for firing his father. Wow, the man who caused him brain damage. Just to make sure everyone's aware. Um, um, his dad was a school watchman at the time, um, and he was under suspicion of stealing food from the cafeteria. So because he was the suspect, he was ultimately fired by the vice mayor. Um, now when it comes to this incident, like the police, they actually couldn't seem to solve the case, which seems like a relatively easy case to solve. Like who stole the lunch? Like, whatever. Yeah. Um. But Pedro, it, they couldn't seem to solve the case of who, I'm sorry, they couldn't seem to solve the case of who murdered the vice mayor. Which to me is, it just means like Pedro is probably working by himself. He didn't tell anyone he was going to kill him. Um, and he actually shot him with his grandfather's shotgun. Yeah. Right. Um, not only did he shoot the vice mayor, but he shot this man named Peter, who he assumed was the watchman responsible for stealing food from the cafeteria. Yeah, but he probably wasn't. Right, but he assumed he was. Therefore, he had to die because he was a thief mm-hmm. and framed his dad or let his dad take the fall. Right. Right. Makes sense, right? Cool. Um, glad we're on the same page. I also have to know that the term vice mayor is really funny, and I, I don't know if you've seen The Office, but I just think of the episodes where Dwight becomes like the assistant to the the, the, the assistant to the regional manager or whatever. It's do you watch The Office? Sometimes, yeah. Okay, it's so fucking funny. The office fans know what I'm talking about, so all I can think of like this episode from that office. But anyway, I, I, like, I didn't even know like a vice mayor existed. Brazil. So yeah, he murdered the vice mayor at 14 years old. And a dude named Peter, because he thought Peter stole food from the cafeteria and got his father framed. Oh, Peter. Yeah. So, after this, he actually fled. And he fled um, to Mogue des Cruces, um, which is in Greater Sao Paulo, which is in Brazil. Um, it's unknown where he was staying or who he was hanging around at the time. But this is when he began to breaking, he started breaking into homes and stealing to survive. You know, very Peter, not Peter Pan, very Robin Hood type, right? So like, that's okay. Right. Right. Okay. okay. Breaking in or is okay. Okay. Right. Um, eventually, he begins to break into homes of people he suspects to be drug dealers. I don't know where he found that information. Also very unsafe. But he's going to do sports work. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so good um so this is actually the beginning of like his long bloody killing spree of quote-unquote drug dealers because they're not all drug dealers so we're gonna start this off he's 16 years old right he meets and falls in love with maria aparacia uh yeah aparacia 
uh, Olympia or booties. That was my thing. Oh, she probably had a nice booty. Booties. See, my brain went to like boots with the fur. No. <laughs> Mine's like ass. Yeah, ass right. bottoms. I get it. You know. But booties, not booty. She has booties, like butt cheeks, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, he probably liked her feet too. I don't know. So anyway, he falls in love with booties. He falls in love with Maria. He is like, ah, right? They're going to, they move in together, right? So they, he's getting his shit together. They move in together. And it's not long after that, that Maria finds out he's pregnant. Ooh. Yep. He's going to be a daddy. He's going to be a daddy. And while this was cause for celebration and Pedro was super excited, he ends up getting basically kidnapped by a rival gang. And when you say rival gang, that means he has to be in a gang, right? Yeah. Right. Which is part of the people he kills. So hypocritical, if you ask me, because he's a gang member, technically. Right. Right. So he gets kidnapped by this gang. This gang also finds out who Maria is. And the leader of this rival gang murders her and decapitates her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She suffers a really um, sad death. He loses both Maria and Sunborn Child. Mm. So he's like, revenge. Yeah. He's like, vengeance. He's like, you know, Keanu Reeves, you shot my dog. Like, I'm going to come for you. Yeah. Right? Just not as cool. Yeah. Definitely not as cool as John Wayne. Definitely not as cool as John Wayne. Um, so now, 17 years old, Pedro and Pedro has now gathered some supporters of this vigilante type mindset, vigilanteism, right? He's kind of creating cults a little bit, like following his words, his talking, his speaking. So he's kind of like a Charles Manson in a way, but like not afraid to get his hands dirty. <laughs> Charles Manson. He's dead now. Who cares? Yeah. Um, he finds out that the leader of this gang is holding a wedding. And he's like, oh, we're going to go to this fucking wedding. We're going to murder everybody. Red wedding. A red wedding. No David Bowie's white wedding in this house. Oh. Uh-uh. So, him and all of his followers crash this wedding. Right? And they just start shooting up the place. <clears throat> they start killing everybody. And he gets to kill the leader. He actually, he gets to murder the guy. But in the process, they slaughter seven people and they wound 16. <clears throat> yeah. So they, they do a lot of damage. So while he's able to like take his revenge, a lot of innocent wedding guests died in the process. Like a lot of the people that were there actually weren't criminals. They weren't gang members. They weren't a part of any kind of syndicate. They were just family friends and family members of people getting married and they ended up being caught in the crossfires. Yeah. Um he's just trying to justify what he's doing. Oh, you're right on par. Um, we have justification for it. Yeah, and that's actually in my notes. So I was like, what I'm seeing here is people can and will justify anything and any of their actions if they believe uh if they believe enough that they're in the yeah. So Pedro firmly believed that anybody associated with this man who would murder his girlfriend and his child have to be bad, have to be criminals, therefore deserve to die. So he has no problem killing these people. So when he's this Dexter vigilante, he's not. He's just some fucking loon on a fucking binge killing people who are innocent. Mm-hmm. 
So that's fun. Um, or there's also the thought that his followers riding his coattails and on this high note are like, this is a free opportunity to just let loose and murder a bunch of people. There is also that context. I'm not saying he didn't tell them to not kill people, but he didn't tell them not to not kill people. Right. I think there's a little bit of both happening there. I think he's like, kill them all. And they were like, oh, happily. Yeah. I get to let out some of my aggression and no one's going to judge me for it. I think there's a little bit of a, a co a co relationship there. So, <clears throat> do, 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 do. oh, it's not long after this that Pedro actually learns um, that his cousin is pregnant, and the father of this child wants nothing to do with this cousin doesn't want to marry her and he's like not gonna have any of that so what does pedro do pedro uh he finds this man um and he shot him to death because he dishonored his cousin and his family so now he really can't be a part of the life of the baby right logic Mm. justification though it was the honor of his cousin yes Who's doing the right thing in the Lord's work? I'm sure she appreciated that. Mm-hmm. So he's now 18 years old. It's been a whole, mind you, it's only been two years since he met Maria and all this has happened. Okay. Moving fast. We're moving fast. He's 18 years old. <clears throat> he's already got 10 victims under his belt. Good Lord. Yep. Um, and he now has learned that his father is in prison for murder. I am not surprised. <laughs> Apple does not fall from the tree. Nope, and it gets better. So he finds out his dad's in prison for murder. Now, remember, um, he murdered two men for this man. The vice mayor and Peter. Yes. Poor Peter. (laughs) Poor Peter. Um, But he might have been guilty. We'll never know. But I don't think stealing food from the cafeteria. First of all, why does the vice mayor care about food from the cafeteria? I don't know. I digress. Um... The very, again, so he murdered you before this man. The very man that, like, gave him a cranial fracture upon birth. <laughs> right? Like, loyalties are pretty weird with this guy. Okay? Um, he ends up hearing that his father is in prison because he brutally murdered his mother by stabbing her 21 times. You know, it was going to happen eventually. I know. I know. It's sad to say, but yeah. the patterns are always there. The flags, man. It's red flags. You, I mean, I don't know how much more red you can get. Yeah. So he finds out that his dad murdered his mother by stabbing her 21 times. And so Pedro was like, I don't like that. Oh, okay. So Pedro was like, I'm going to go visit my dad in jail. So he goes to jail to visit his dad. Who's in jail? I need you to remember this is all in jail. Okay. But he's just a visitor, right? He's a visitor. Okay. Right. So he goes to visit his dad. I'm sorry, he's in prison, not jail. He goes, he goes to prison to visit his dad, right? And he's talking to his dad and he doesn't really care, right? Because he doesn't need to hear it from anybody what happened, which, you know, I believe his dad murdered his mother. Yeah. And so while his dad is talking, um, he sees him and he goes up to him. And he had a knife on him. He brought a knife to prison. 
Because you can do that. Mm. And he attacks his father. And he stabs him 22 times in prison. What what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Because he was literally like, you're going to stab my mom 21 times? I'm going to stab you 22 times. Yeah. And he dies. So he, he kills his dad in prison while he's visiting. Yeah. And he just leaves. Cool. Yeah. All right. Right? Like, none of us kind of feel bad about that one. <laughs> I mean... Two wrongs don't make a right, but no, I mean... No, no, no. Absolutely he's not. He's kind of a piece of shit, so... Absolutely not, but still, I'm like... Well... For me, it's the whole fact that this all just happens, like, in a prison, and everyone's like... Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, whatever. One less mouthpiece. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that is so good. Yeah. 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 But he's not done. Oh, no. No, he's not done. So he stabs his dad to death, and he's like, I'm going to take it one step further. He fucking rips his heart out and then takes a bite out of it. Yeah, and then he just, like, rips her heart right now. And then he just, like, spits it back out and then just, like, walks out. That's pretty gnarly. He just, like, Bye. <laughs> That's probably the most metal thing you can probably ever do. Yeah, go tell someone at the bar after that. We did. Have you have you ever ripped your father's heart out of his chest and taken a bite out of it? No. Shut up. Yeah, you're not fucking metal enough. Yeah. Get on my face. Yeah. Get on my face. So uh yeah. Um but yeah, so he just kinda like leaves until he's like finally arrested. He finally gets arrested, not for that. He finally gets arrested on May 24th, 1973. Oh. He's finally arrested. Um, and <clears throat> like I said, he had killed for 36 years up until 2003. So it's only 1973. Mm-hmm. So he's long from done from murdering. Of course not. Yeah. Okay. So realistically, he's kind of like just getting started because he still has like 30 years to go. Yeah. Right. Um, so now he's arrested, he's placed in a patrol car, right? And there's another criminal in the backseat. And he discovers this guy's been arrested. Um, what is it? Oh, because he was rapist. Hmm. Which rapists were on that list. Yeah. So the police come back to the car and they're like, what the fuck? The dude's dead. He killed the dude in the cop car. Did he use heart too? I don't think he did. I think he was, he might have been handcuffed. I don't know what he did, but he killed the dude in the car. You have a chest, but the entire time you were Jeffrey Dahmer couldn't even do it. Remember, that's not an easy thing to do. Which I mean, I guess he stabbed his dad like twenty-two times, so it's probably how he did it. But it's like that. The media makes it, and TV and all the shows and stuff make it. They seem like it's a very easy thing. It's mm-hmm. nah. Dahmer couldn't do it. So I'm assuming probably a lot of like the twenty-two stabs were in that. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe did like a little. Outline. Mm-hmm. In the shape of a heart. Yeah. Just, just like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. So he kills this dude. Okay. And the police are like, what the fuck? So they're like, God damn it. So, so then he ends up. God, well, at least that's another knock. We're like, knock, we don't have to see. Yeah, um, like, that was like a dude pooping his pants. Like, just trying to get my cop car. Yeah. Right. So they take him to jail and he goes to jail. Right. Um. So now he's on this, like, I'm going to kill because it's good to kill bad people, whatever. 
Um, but, and you think that, like, this is going to be easy pickings for him in jail, right? Like, he's going to do just fine in jail. That's not the case. Because um, once he gets to jail and it gets out to people why he's there, because he's been killing criminals like them, everyone's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. So like, he's going to kill us, too. So everyone turns on him. Yeah. Basically, he's like a snitch, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They're like, we're gonna be like, we can't kill this guy. Like, yeah. we're gonna try to kill this guy. So, um, he ends up. <clears throat> what is it? Do 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 do. Like I said before, like forty-seven of his victims are in prison. So he holds his ground for a while. Um, most of the time, most of the time, his victims are actually people who killed protecting himself from people attacking. <laughs> so i mean like that's a lot like oh i can kill you just by protecting myself we guess bitch like yeah he's probably a pretty tough dude then i mean he's in his youth he's yeah there's like a cockroach you know like you can't kill him yeah i mean he's kind of a pest <laughs> um yeah no he didn't die at all there was one instance for example uh he was ambushed by five inmates and by himself, he ended to manage to kill three of them, and he injured the other two. So he's kind of like John Wick, I guess, in a sense. Don't ever insult John Wick. I mean, the key. he's I not think. John Wick. No, but I mean, like skills. No, it's skills. I should. I guess I, we should. What are the five guys that like that? I don't know. I don't know. Because I mean, five against one. No. I just really like him. Maybe he had like the best shank out of the whole prison. Yeah, yeah. right. He was like really good at making shanks. Right. Yeah. I think that's the case. Best weapon, you know, man. And then he takes their weapons and he just like gets multiple weapons. Yeah. I don't think he's like legit crazy. So well, it'll be clear. Like, he runs on like crazy energy. So like someone could like blow his kneecap out and he'll still run. Which, you know, raises the question of I mean, when you have a cranial injury in utero, like in while you're still in the womb. How are you going to turn out, you know? Yeah. It makes you wonder. Well, this is how he turned out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not everybody, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. So, just to kind of put into perspective, this prison that he was in was run down, underfunded, and neglected. Yeah, not surprised. Yeah, not surprised. Um... Which also meant that there were a ton of gangs. And generally, in these types of prisons, you join the gang for protection. He refused to do any of that. He would not join any gangs in prison. Not because he was chivalrous, but because it gave him more opportunity to have more freedoms um, to kill at any opportunity that he wanted. He didn't have to be beholden to any right. gang law. Yeah, he didn't have to follow any rules, basically. Exactly. So he decided he just wants to kill left and right. He's like, why the fuck not? Everyone's trying to kill me. So let's kill everybody else, right? Um, so he killed anyone. It didn't matter if there were people in there for days just awaiting trial or if there were people in there for years waiting for trial. And if you don't really know how prisons work, and it's not just in other countries, it's in America too. Like if you can't afford bail or you can't afford bonds, you go to jail and you serve that time out until you can see a judge. Yeah. Sometimes it's days, sometimes it's weeks, sometimes it's months, sometimes it's years. 
It all depends. Yeah. Um, so, and in America, you know, if you don't waive your right to a speedy trial, blah, 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 that's all to you. But here, I mean, in a lot of countries like Mexico is a really big one. People will just be in prison waiting for years just to see the judge. Yeah, it's like being in purgatory. Yeah, exactly. It's like literal purgatory. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't give a shit. He's like, oh, you're just here? And just kill him. Yeah. He didn't get like, oh, we, we don't know if you're guilty or not. I'm just like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Because you're going to try to kill me, right? Mm-hmm. Seems a little paranoid, if you ask me. Um, so, yeah. So he would just kill willy nilly. He's just having grandest of all times. Um, he's gotten to a point where he's just like, he's so arrogant. Like, he doesn't question or he doesn't even like second guess, like, his ability to like just look at someone and decide if they're a criminal. Like, he's just so like, I can just tell you if they're a criminal. It's your aura. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Your color's off. Yeah, right. So he's just like looking at people and he's like, no, like he's just so up in his own fucking asshole. That's that's just where he's at. Right? Um, one year before he is set to be released in 2003. Oh, I, I must have missed this somewhere, but just fun fact, in Brazil, this is still a law, um, the max sentence anyone can receive is 30 years. Okay. So he's set to be released in 2003. Yeah. So that's still a thing today. You can only get a max of 30 years. So he's set to be released in 2003. Um, another serial killer has now made the news in Brazil by the name of, um, where is it? Francisco uh, de Assis Carria, or AKA the Park Maniac. He was known to have raped and killed 11 women and would be sentenced to 274 years in prison. Now at the ripe age of 48, Pedro decides that guy's going to be his next victim because he's going to be in the same jail for the same prison. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to kill that guy. Yeah, you got to get the biggest dog, you know? Right. Unfortunately, that's not what's going to happen because shortly after uh, Pedro gets uh, transferred to a psychiatric facility after he's attacked by an inmate, which then incites a riot within the prison, and then he gets transferred. So yeah, he never gets to attack this guy. But just so you know, some of the killings he did while in prison included the following. Um, he killed he killed for other inmates who couldn't defend themselves. Oh my god, so, you know. Nice. Yeah. Very nice Robin Hood. Yeah. Um, he killed his cellmate because he snored loud. <laughs> I could kill most of my exes then. Yeah. So, you know, chivalry, right? Uh, he stabbed an inmate within seconds of meeting him because why? He said, and I quote, because he knew he wouldn't like him. Hmm. <laughs> so the, dude, man. the dude breathed and he just <laughs> killed him. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is this, you know, quote-unquote Brazilian Dexter. So as I said before, he was set to be released in 2003 because of the 30-year max. But due to, oh, that's where I have my note. But due to his, all the murders he committed while in prison, his release was denied. Oh. So his release did get denied. So, like, you can get out in 30 years, but maybe? Yeah. But he would end it's up, not a guarantee. It's not. A, it's kind of like parole. 
right? Okay, okay, okay. Like you can be guaranteed parole, but you may not get parole. Yeah. 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 Right. 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 So, so like, well, you kind of, well, you're kind of like murdering people. Yeah, you're kind of like killing them still. So maybe yeah. not. all you do is breathe. I'm not too sure. <laughs> He's like, ha, stab. <laughs> like, he had a sinus issue, and he just snored. You could have just told the officer. He had a deviated septum, right? <laughs> yeah, deviated septum. Uh, he's like, I don't know what those words mean. I just, I didn't like it. I was really inconvenient. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. It's fine. So, while his release was denied, he would get released four years later. So, he would get released in 2007 on April 24th. Um, but his freedom would be short-lived as he was rearrested on September 15th, 2011. So he was released. He was released four years later. Um, at his home, um, because he would be arrested for rioting and false imprisonment. So he was keeping somebody against their will and he was caused for rioting. So he'd be rearrested. Um, and this time he would be sentenced to 128 years imprisonment. Uh, then later, that would be raised to 400 years. But Brazil had repealed the law that stated diagnosed psychopaths, which he would be diagnosed psychopaths for this, um, could be imprisoned indefinitely. So you could no longer imprison psychopaths indefinitely. Coupled with the 30-year cap, would ultimately Pedro would be released in 2018. So seven years later. The seven four seven four seven four seems to be a pattern for him. Wow. Yeah. So who gives a fuck if he gets four hundred? It doesn't matter. No. You think like, wow, he must have like. I mean, he really did do a lot to deserve the four hundred years, but now it's fine. Yeah. So. Hmm. Which in some of these countries where they have caps like this, it's kind of scary because you think like it doesn't matter how terrible I am. I will only get X. Yeah. I can only get X. Right. Right. Like in Texas, you could be killed for that. Yeah. I mean, and like, if you start out young enough, like, that's a lot of opportunity there. Clearly. Mm Mm-hmm. So he was released before he was 50. Yeah. So, um, Pedro would have actually been 69 uh, earlier this month. Um, but on March 5th of 2023, he was actually shot to death, ironically, because he loved to shoot people. Um, the killer has yet to be caught and fled the scene, obviously. So I think it was obviously a revenge killing. Oh, yeah. By a rival gang, probably. Right? Or one of his numerous victims' family members. Probably. I mean, there's a, a probably 10-page list. If not more. Yeah. So he was actually shot to death earlier this year. So that's fucking wild. That is wild. It is wild. Um, So not to find facts about Pedro. He, uh, since after he was released in 2018, he became a public speaker and author and had a documentary made about him. I think it's better. Um, His day job was a housekeeper. (laughs) He's wanted to live oh. a quiet life. I watched this documentary and he was just like, yeah, I just want to live a quiet life. <laughs> yeah. The next John Wick is like, John Wick's retirement. What does he become? Yep. He learned to read while he was incarcerated, which makes sense that he could eventually become an author. Right. 
Um, another fun thing, I actually found it. I don't know if it's still active, but he actually had an active YouTube channel <laughs> that had 200,000 subscribers, believe it or not. Wow, I'm jealous. Yeah. And his content mostly covered the crimes of other people and all videos are in Portuguese. Did he ever do like videos of like people like he murdered? Mm-mm. Oh, all the content like all oh. it was almost like he was like a newscaster like he was like reporting on crimes of other people i would have been so into it if he's like telling of stories of like i killed this dude because he did this crime you know he farted one night yeah <laughs> he was snoring very loud. i wasn't but these are the crimes that he supposedly committed yeah so this is why i killed him yeah no i've been fascinated some other fun facts about Okay. He had a tattoo on his forearm that read, I kill for pleasure. Wait, accurate. Remorse. So much remorse, right? Um, he also told reporters that he used to be a psychopath. Oh. What's uh, his cure? I was just like, in my nose, I was like, uh, sweetie, that's not how that works. We're like, okay. That's not his Jesus. Like, no. Uh, that's like, it's not... It's not how um, that works. You can't just be cured. Like, it's like being a schizophrenic. You don't just get cured. <laughs> but yeah, he told reporters, like, oh, I used to be a psychopath. I'm not a psychopath anymore. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's totally believable. Anyway. Um, and that's the story of the Brazilian Dexter. I love those fun facts. <laughs> those are the best parts. They're so fucking wild. <laughs> like, you weren't expecting any of them, were you? No. He's a housekeeper that wrote a book, became a public speaker in front of people, had a YouTube channel about other people's crimes, and, I mean, the tattooing. But. Yeah. Wow. You want to know what he looks like? He looks like if Bruno Mars spent 15 years in the hole in fucking Alcatraz. <laughs> let me just let me just pull Ooh. let me just pull them up real quick. I am um you're gonna totally agree with me. All I could picture is like Bruno Mars with like a like a teardrop tattoo, but his would have been like all the way down his face, down his whole body, like to the his toes. Where's the right picture of him? I mean, I guess like this is like I mean this is the black and white version. Oh, oh what the fuck? That's not the picture I clicked on. That's why you always use Google. This is the black and white of him. I mean, it looks like Bruno Mars, doesn't he? Yeah. Can we? Yeah. It's the hair too. Yeah. yeah. If he grew his hair out. Facial yeah, if he grew his hair out. And Bruno Mars spent a long time in the hole and didn't trust people. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is our murderer of 71 people. Wow. Yeah. No words. I told you it was short, but it was a wild ride. Yeah, I mean, it could, you could have made it much longer with if you got more details on like all the murders. I mean, the in, it, that was the hard part. It's like there is so minimal information. Oh yeah, because like they don't they probably just didn't document much. I mean, and a lot of people you probably didn't know. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. plus, like you know, there's poor homeless guy that's in the Brazilian prison. It just smelled weird, and he got murdered. So. You know there's someone out there, like, I was next, I was in the cell next to that guy. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You should comment on this video. 
forward to this podcast. You know, if you're from Brazil and you happen to listen to this episode, we would love to know, like, do you know this case? Have you heard of this case? How popular is this case? Yeah. yeah. Like, how, how notorious is this guy? Um, and, you know, all sources will be in the show notes. So with that said, thank you guys so much for being here. And we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers.